Welcome everybody to Beauty and Business. It's great to be back with you in 2018. And today I have a wonderful special guest and uh, we're so lucky to have her because she's extremely busy. Uh, hi Cheryl, how are you? Good morning, Elle. I'm great. How are you? Excellent. And Cheryl is from National Salon and Spa Recruitment. And the reason that um, I have uh, brought uh, Cheryl on to our podcast today, of course, is because she is going to come on board and be one of our panel of experts in the art of entrepreneurship. I'm so excited about that. It's such a long time coming, um, Cheryl. Hasn't it been? It's been ages. Forever, forever. Forever. We're talking about it. Yeah. <laughs> We've been talking about it, but um, it hasn't actually happened until now. So I'm very, very excited for our audience because I really do believe that we're going to have so much incredible content. And I want you to share with us a little bit about your background, your expertise. Uh, you know, who are you for our audience? A lot of them will know you already because you're quite famous in the beautiful. Oh, thank you. Oh, that's a, that's <laughs> and, a beautiful compliment. Well, you are. But I, I think that um, for those of you that, you know, a lot might know you, they might even see your name pop up on Facebook or whatever. But I really would love to give you the opportunity to share your passion, your love for the industry and what it is that, that, that drives you and moves you in your business um, and what is it exactly that you do, of course? That's okay. Thank you. Thank you. Um, well, you know me so well, and um, hopefully a lot of the other people listening do as well. I'm probably known on Facebook as Cheryl Woodhouse, Cheryl Lee Woodhouse, and started this business, L about seven years ago. And I was working for another company who called Boutique Recruiters, and just fell in love with the clients in the industry, but noticed that there was such a need to help people in finding staff. You know, we can all be great at beauty and hair and we cater for both the industries, but we can't be great at everything in business. We need to outsource and get help. So I started up my own business after working for boutique recruiters when it was sold to another gentleman and to be quite honest, I didn't feel in alignment with his integrity. So I started up my own business and I just love it. The people in this industry, as I said before, they might be great hair, beauty, but they don't always have the business acumen which we need in the industry to succeed. Yeah. And finding okay. staff is one of the biggest issues the staff turnover in this industry, um, L, is three months, whether that's a day or 20 years. Wow. And if we wow. feel happy working in a business, I know, it's, it's mind-blowing. And, you know, we need help in finding staff right from the very beginning where I think our success lies is that we care. We'll sit down and listen to what the client wants. So if they're looking for a beauty therapist, a hairdresser, a waxing specialist, anything in this industry, they'll just say to us, this is who I'm looking for, can you please help? So we do the whole advertising campaign for them. We set up the interviews, we ask the candidates all the pertinent questions, and we actually educate the candidates in how to turn up for an interview, what to wear, because unfortunately not everyone in this industry is educated in customer service, communication skills, interview skills, resume writing. So we 
as well as doing the staff recruitment, we help them in getting to the interview. And then the induction process. Um, most people, whether you're a senior or an apprentice, we're not always educated from school systems or the last position on working in our business. So we may have the mindset that someone's been working in the industry for 20 years, so they should just know how to come in and work in our business, which is just not correct. It's so true, so true. You know, and it's forming relationships with these people. Um, it's They just can't come into our business and automatically know how to work in our business and how to treat our clients. So inducting your staff, first of all, is imperative to the success of them staying in the business with you. I want to speak more about that in a minute, but I want to go back to a couple of things. One of the things that you said that really, for me, when I chose the panel of my panel of experts, I mean, you know how fussy I am. I'm, yes, I'm very okay. discerning. I'm extremely fussy. If I'm going to recommend someone, they have to be the best that I could possibly, you know, like they have to absolutely be amazing. Because, you know, for me, I take my recommendations very, yes. very seriously. And, uh, and I, you know, a lot of people would know that about me. <laughs> and, um, and I yeah. don't, you know, I'm, I'm really happy that I do that. I'm quite, quite happy that um, that is a part of my value system. Um, it doesn't matter whether it comes to beauty or anything whatsoever. I'm, I'm, that's very clear to me. So, yeah. you know, one of the things that you said that I really love is that you care you know, and I think that that is absolutely um, important to to go back to because, you know, a lot of the time in this industry and in the world, we do things for different various reasons. But when someone actually cares, they're actually listening. Mm. And uh, there's, there's sort of an extension in that that is quite... Um, it unravels throughout the process, you know. So you do care about educating the um, applicants. You care about educating the salon owner. And what we want to do in these podcasts, Cheryl, and what we want to really get you to do on the art of entrepreneurship as you're sharing is, you know, sharing all these little bits of knowledge so that we're, we're helping, as we said before, before the call, we want to help more salon owners, more business owners just increase that turnover we don't want a three-month turnover anymore in this industry that is appalling something's wrong mm. when we've got a three-month turnover uh, is that like an average or as a it's on average Jill. it's whether it's one day or 20 years and i've been doing this business now for seven years nearly and you know i'm here you know and this is our business to run um, so it's not my aim to get them just to find someone and find someone and find someone. That's very time-consuming when you leave Absolutely. the staff So our job, and, you know, we've got, there's over 20,000 hairdressing salons just across Australia, little beauty spa wellness. Now we've merged into New Zealand as well. So it's our job to actually help them find staff but also to keep them. Absolutely. And keeping people happy business it's all about relationships and it's my firm belief that you have to have the relationship with yourself first. You've got to have the mindset and then form a relationship with your staff member because unless you listen to that person as well and you've got that balanced relationship, they're going to leave. It's the same as with your partner, your husband, your family member, your bank manager, whoever. So to me, the key to success starts with relationships. Now, 
I think if we could not just expect, and I don't work with people, salon owners, who yell at their staff, just not interested, don't want to help you, with due respect, you'll need to do it yourself. So if we can get people into our business that we listen to and form relationships with and work with them to find out what them what makes them happy as well because they're going to be with us 8 to 10 hours a day. So really listen to them of what and provide what you expect and what they expect. And then if there's that relationship, it's going to work a lot better. Mm. The staff turnover industry is going to be less and less and less because both parties are happy. And when we do an advertising campaign as well, it's, you know, people go, well, I expect them to come in and do this, 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 and this, and this, and this, and this. Well, that's great, but life is a balancing act. So what's in it for them? What are the enticements? Why would they want to work with you? Would you want to work with you? So it's interesting what you're saying. And, you know, I love this whole idea of um, relationships. And I think the reason that I, I'm pointing that out is because um, I believe that, you know, if we, if we have some sort of a, um, a disconnect in, in the way that we meet other people and we are with other people, it's going to show up when we're building teams. I mean, that I've always said that in all my podcasts all my mentoring, you know, it always comes back to responsibility. Mm. And if someone is the team leader, which every salon owner is, and that's what I prefer to call them because I think they are building teams and I call them team leaders because I think that's also great for the teams because then the teams think, well, you know what, she's my team leader, so I have to look to up to her. Mm. One of the things that um, we're failing with, I, I believe, is in the building of relationships. We're very good... Uh, um, often at damaging relationships and um, undermining them and then we're at the end of them and we're like, oh, gosh, that happened again. You know, mm. One of the things that I've had to learn um, really is about building relationships and what that takes and, and where my agenda is in the middle of it and where it's not. You know, there's all this discernment. And one of the things that with writing The Power Shift and we're speaking about this earlier is really about that. The power shift is about women taking absolute 100% responsibility for their happiness, for the building of relationships, for deepening their relationships. And I don't think it's their fault. Even those uh, salon owners that are yelling at their team members, I don't think it's their fault either. You know what I think? I think they just don't know how to do it. They absolutely mm. don't know how to do it better. And sadly, exactly. the, thing, the sad thing about that is that the misunderstanding is what's causing all the problems. It's not the people. It's not, you know, I mean, sometimes, yes, we do have toxic team members we have to ask to, you know, leave. Exactly. That happens, right? And we're going to talk about that more, Cheryl. I want to hear more from you about that, okay. you know, at a later stage. But right now, I think what you said about relationship building and having the relationship with yourself, actually, in fact, I wrote the back... Um, cover of my book last night and that was exactly one of the things that I was oh, talking wow. about. Oh, That's wow. And so I mean, we're, we're in alignment there. Absolutely well. on the same page. And I think that, you know, we can't dismiss that. And if mm. we go on in this podcast and we start talking about other things, what's going to happen is we're going to move away and step away from one of the most key things. And I think wherever we're having our most problems, that's where we're not being responsible the most responsible. That's where our next learning is. That's where we have to stop and look and go, okay, what's going on here? 
And mm. what am I thinking? What belief am I hanging on to that is continually reinforcing itself in my world? And, you know, if we start looking at things like that, we start to unravel a lot of the mess that we seem to create in our businesses and in our lives. And I know when I look back at my salons, in the past, you know, had years and years of the most incredible teams. And then all of a sudden I had this like, this sort of almost like one year period where I thought I was going to have to pull out my hair or something in my head. <laughs> I just thought, oh, oh look, oh. you know, you know amazing. And I know. And look, it's frustration in life is when we are out of control. Um, personally and business-wise, if we're yelling and screaming at our staff members, we're probably doing it at home with our partners and our children. It's just frustration, anger. It just means we're out of control and be honest and raw. And not many people want to do that because it's so much easier to blame everybody else. But then our business will fail. And no one wants to hear that as well, but it's the truth. So if we can just go, okay, I'm actually out of control. What do I need to do to get me centred again, to get me right? What do I need to learn? Okay, I probably need to start with me. I need to educate myself more about business. I need to work on myself, get myself right and improve my listening skills and my giving skills as well. Like work with your team. Um, you know, go and help them, listen to them. We don't know what's going on in their personal lives. If they need time off, you know, be honest and real with them. Sit down with them. Get to know them. Get to know them as people. Form those relationships with them. And then you're going to get a lot more from your staff members if they think that you actually care about them as well. And I think I read somewhere a long time ago, people will do more for recognition than they will do for money. Um, so really sit down with them and what are their values? What inspires them in work? You know, what what do they want to do? Where do they want to go? Do they want to go on a holiday? You know, okay, well, let's work together. Let's budget together. Let's do something. How can I help you as well so you're happy working in the business with me? Because when everyone's happy and running harmoniously, guess what happens? The clients want to come to you automatically. Um, I shared something on Facebook as well that Richard Branson wrote, which I just loved and I think I shared it with you as well, that, you know, we go through our whole lives um, doing, doing, doing to, you know, to buy a Mercedes and to do this and end up in this gorgeous home. And when we get there, are we really happy? How about working on being happy first? And then, like, being truly happy and being authentic and real and going back to the raw stages and be happy first and then see who you attract in your life. Watch your business grow. Watch your relationships grow. But you've got to start with you, Elle, and I say this to everybody. Start with you. Really look at you first. I, I love that. Down. I love it. I love it. And I think that... Um and I think that we definitely, with the power shift, will be giving women the foundational understanding of everything that you're saying. That book was written really for women to uh, find their true happiness without mm. the outside determining whether they're going to be happy one day or the other. And, you know, you have to relearn happiness. Mm. I mean, happiness has to be relearned as a child, as a baby. 
babies know happiness because it's a natural state. So we knew it too once upon a time because we're all babies, right? We forget about that. Yeah. The whole point is that we know how to do it, but we've really veiled it and uh, we've, we've put lots of veils and filters over the top of this understanding that we have innately inside ourselves. And it really is time to actually start to take the veils and the filters off. And yes, we're going to be vulnerable. And yes, we're going to have to see our staff in a different, our teens in a different way. And to me, I've always said in any of my mentoring, when I'm mentoring about teens, Cheryl, the first thing I say is that if you don't believe that your team members have a future and you don't work towards their goals, their dreams, you will lose them at some point. And even if you don't lose them and they don't leave the salon, they're going to stop listening to you and therefore you're not going to have that connection that you need with your teams so that your business can flourish. There's no point just having team members there doing the, the sort of same thing because you know, every day in and day out. I mean, when you really, really think about it, are your team members on board? Are mm -hmm. they actually on board with you? Are they saying, yes, let's do this, let's do that? I mean, what's actually, what's the energy that's going on in the salon? And the other thing is that energy is so much more powerful. I mean, words are a form of energy, but the unseen energy is so much more powerful. That's what the clients are feeling. That's what your team members are feeling. They're not feeling um, the words coming out of your mouth a lot of the time because first they're feeling the field, you know, and it's kind of like, oh, this feels nice or, oh, you know, like if you walk into a room and you kind of go, oh, this feels lovely in here or, oh, that doesn't feel so good. So, you know, we're, we're, we're sort of, we block um, or limit ourselves a lot when we exclude what we don't see but we know it's kind of there and we think our words sort of have power. And, and in fact, our words really, most of the words, 99% of the words that are uttered throughout the day by humans have very little meaning in them and land absolutely nowhere. So we have to also learn um, the art of communication. I did a lot of podcasts, actually, quite a few last year on that um, that are in our um, browsecrets.com and, you know, you can, the girls can go in and find them. But I did some also with Brian on that because the art of communication is so, so powerful. But going back to what you were saying, start with you, I absolutely agree with that. And I think the, that it takes, it's like the people that are, are holy and truly successful. And mind you, that doesn't look like how much money you've got in the bank, right? No. Because success has got so many different levels. Mm. You know, you could have the happiest person in the world and they might not even be interested in money, but they might have everything they need. You know, it's not, you know, you've got to sort of like look at that from that perspective. I mean, here we're talking about money and we're talking about thriving and that's what's relevant. So, you know, we can have, we can have all of that, but to be truly successful, you've got to be, you've got to be happy. You've got to learn, relearn, I should say, the code to happiness. You know, and I think if you don't, if you don't put that up as a priority, you, you know, what are your staff coming to work for? To spend time with an unhappy person or a negative person all day or someone that's whining or complaining or nagging them? I mean, do your team members really want to come in every day and be no. with someone like that? And no, the they don't. That they don't. And do you blame them? So I'm not no. saying that, you know, every salon owner is doing that, but we fall into it. It's easy to fall down that, that sort of pathway every now and again. We've got to have the the ability to pull ourselves out. Exactly. And, yeah, and we speak to candidates every day, Elle, and they'll open up to us as well. So 
you know, starting with the relationships, as we both agree, it's, it is the foundation to your growth of your business. And you're just going to keep losing staff all the time. And then when you lose staff, you know, your, your salon suffers, your clients are unhappy because they were happy with Jodie doing my hair or my waxing or my brows or whatever. So, and I think the other thing is, if I could just say too, then, you know, salon owners then get a little um, concerned about upskilling and training and training again. And, you know, we find that, you know, they'll ask us, you know, how much does it cost? And, and yeah. it's kind of like, you know, if you, you've got to find those people in your salon that are actually your, you know, your stronghold, the stronghold and train them up because, you know, you can't back away from that because otherwise if you're not upskilling then you're being left behind and there's too much going on in the industry right now, isn't there? Just so much, so much change, so many things. Like our industry is not the same that it was when we were looking back on it, you know, like, Four years ago. Oh, forget it. Like go back, you know, no. 30 when I was around, you know, no. it's, it's like a different a different animal altogether. And um, and I totally. think it's, it's just really important for, 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 you know, for team leaders, for salon owners to truly, truly take on board what they've heard today and just consider that if they need help, they can contact you. They Definitely. can actually... Definitely. You know, that you are available for them and um, and that, you know, we're going to be putting out all this wonderful content for them so they can just dip in and listen. And then, you know, sometimes it just takes a little mind shift. Sometimes it just takes that little bit of like, I never thought of that. Oh, wow, maybe I have been a bit grumpy because I'm being tired and I'm, I'm not, I'm taking it out on my team members. Stuff and, yeah, Amazing. And it's, it's catching yourself. And this is what I try and teach everyone in my life, whether they're selling owners or friends. It's as soon as you have that negative thought, L, come into your mind, just switch it. You know, um, okay, the, you know, the clients didn't turn up today or whatever. You know, go and do something positive with your business in that time or look at different strategies to ensure that that doesn't happen again. Look at everything as a learning curve for you and, and don't go on about all the negative things that happen in your business. Okay, that happened. How can I stop that and alleviate that happening again? So what strategies do I need to put in place or what have I learned from that experience? Because it's all these learning curves that, make our business stronger, make us stronger. Look at Richard Branson, you know, all the mistakes. He nearly went bankrupt and he's changed his whole life by using a different mindset. And that is probably one of my biggest things that I keep on going on about is mindset and relationship building. Because I think, and victim mentality. I mean, we could probably talk all day about this and blaming everybody else. If we can just stop doing those few things, you watch what happens in your business, in your personal life, your happiness, your staff, they want, they'll want to come to work. You know, well, I, I think that, you know, what teams want when they're coming is to someone they can look up to and someone that they can actually aspire to uh, learn from. I mean, you know, that's that's what the, our team leader um, really, our salon owner, that's the role of a salon owner is, is respect, mm -hmm. respected, dignity, you know, all of these things. Integrity. 
all of those things and really reflecting that back to their teams. You know, if you're going to do things that are untrustworthy and then you're expecting your teams to be trustworthy, it's kind of, it, it's not a fit, is it? So not work. for just hours and hours. You know what I would love to speak about next time? Because it's just, right. I'm thinking about it, Cheryl, uh, now, and I think it's a great topic because we were talking about building relationships. But next time, and I want you better write it down because I might forget it. So one of us I, is going to have I to won't remember. Get it. I won't forget it. <laughs> I've got a memory like an elephant yeah, now. Awesome, <laughs> awesome. Um, I think that I'd like to I'd like to speak about the relationship um, of, of the team leader and the teams. I, I think that between them, I think I think a lot of the time because this is this is what I've seen. A lot of the time we go into mother role. Mm. because we are nurturers naturally and we start to actually mother our teams i think that's extremely destructive definitely um, and no one listens to their mother it's very rare and especially when oh, my, my girls do they have to oh yeah they they have to because otherwise yeah that's right <laughs> they have a choice sorry but i think that i think that what happens when when teams when when someone comes to work for someone until they sort of find that ground, they're going to be, you know, there's going to be a bit of acting out. There might be a bit of, you know, like trying to sort things out. And if you're doing the mother role, they're going to, they're going to revert back to being teenagers. It's not going to work, you know, and you're not going to constantly find that just like mothers often do, you're nagging your teenager to do something and they stop listening. So I think that for me, a lot of the time when I've spoken about this um, throughout the years with that, uh, whether it's been our community, our internal community or the beauty industry, one of the most important things is um, how to create the relationship. And, I, you know, like for me, it's like it's very clear. I can see it, you know, and it's mm. like, well, this is amazing. I mean, we can't talk about it now because we're running out of time. But I want to speak about it again because I think, and one of the things I want to speak about is the Myers-Briggs um, profiling and other profiling systems and methods because I think that they're very important. Every single one of your team members is going to have different qualities, different listening skills, different, like they're going to love doing different things. Other mm. things are going to inspire them compared to, you know, like it's just different. Not, not Everyone's not the same. Everyone's so, different and their value system, what inspires them. Correct, correct. Personality type. And if we can understand our staff, or we can speak to them differently. It's 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 like speaking Chinese to somebody who's and rewarding them with a bottle of scotch. If they don't drink scotch, correct. That's it's right. Pretty, so that's it's really, absolutely. And again, you know, it comes back to another thing that's really vitally important is the word values. You know, if you're if you're employing team members that are not don't have the same values as you, and you're selling organic products and they eat junk food, well, you're, you're up you're, you're you're up the garden path. You're in the, they're never going to be able to sell your product. You know, it's so, not a fit. So we've got to have people that fit in our lives right, as well. Right. And when we find them, we've got to nurture them. We've got Absolutely. to listen to them. We've got to appreciate them. Um, and and their dreams. And, and their dreams. And, and their aspirations. Them. Yeah. And and to to really care and without being funny, that's why I think we're very successful and we love what we do. You know, I'm very fortunate. I've got both my girls and my brother working in the business and we're a team. You know, I let them make the mistakes. I go away and they're in charge um, because I trust them, I value them. 
and yeah it's it's just great and we could talk about this all day but Lord, you and i we would just be like i know hours and and i, I think that we have so much great stuff to share i think it's absolutely wonderful and i think what you do is great so uh ladies you know like in our audience i want you if you're thinking about putting on a new team member or you're finding that you're having a lot of problems with your teams stay in touch with us here um, and also of course contact Cheryl or talk to her. I think it's fantastic. I think it's great to to really learn from the experts, the people that are in this all the time. You do not have to do everything on your own. You know, for me it's yeah. like I'm a big believer in experts and, and bringing in lots mm. of beautiful, powerful information, hearing other people what they have to say. You don't have to believe everything that you hear. In fact, you shouldn't. The whole point no. Check in with yourself, check in deep down, is it true? Bring in a level of honesty that will open up for you the, the ability to think again about something and choose differently next time. You, know, you, you don't have to create beliefs around staff or team members like you know, there are no honest people. No, no one ever does the right thing. All those beliefs have to be, you know, unwound, don't they, Cheryl? You've got to unwound oh, them. Totally. I just get rid of them, rub them off the board and put new ones up there because what we believe goes to our subconscious and we can talk more, more about that in another time is, you know, stopping all the negative self-talk and actually believing because there are really good people out there, Elle, that just don't feel valued and respected and rewarded and they will leave. It's like there's uh, great men and great women out there. We're not all the same and we generalise and we put people into categories. Instead of going, they're just people. Why don't you, for a start, start to talk to that person and listen to that person like they're a person? And I saw a beautiful movie and I hope you don't mind me just quickly saying about no. it. Uh, three billboards. I went on Sunday night. And what I got, it, I'm getting goosebumps when I actually talk about it, this woman um, over in America, it's, I think it's a true story, her daughter was killed and she put up these billboards, three billboards to get attention because she didn't think the police were doing enough about it. And there's so many learning curves in this movie. But one of the most powerful ones was this man then passed and he wrote a letter to everyone and he wrote a letter to this policeman that had all this anger and resentment and was a terrible policeman. And before this other man died, he wrote a letter to this person telling him how much he believed in him and if he could just get rid of his anger, that he could be very, he could be a great person and follow his dreams of becoming a detective. And then what happened in the movie was just amazing, the transformation. And not everyone has a high level of self-esteem and self-belief because of what we're taught by other people and their stuff that they put on us. So if just one person or we could just believe in one of our staff members, you watch what happens to that staff member evolve. Oh, I completely agree. This is how we, we influence and impact our, our environment. And again, you know, this, the power shift goes into this in, in such a deep, deep way and really to the core of it, you know, really to the core of it. Because unless we go to the core of this, um, we, we can never, never truly undo it wholly and truly. It's, you know, because for me it's, it's you know, it, it's such a, these are life it's life curriculum, you know. It's the stuff that never gets taught, but it's the uh, it's the real gritty stuff that you know. When once you once you really 
start stepping into it, it it's life-changing and, it, and it's almost like we've got to prove to ourselves with that, even with um, everyone in our lives and our teams we have to we have to almost to get rid of a belief it hurts because when you've got a belief you've been hanging on to it for a very long time it's like an old friend mm. you know it's one thing to say let's just not you know think about it and that's important we've got to put that aside and sort of you know have a little bit of intervention but these beliefs are like old friends when you give up a core belief you actually feel like you've chopped off your arm or something and there's there's a pain associated because beliefs are there whether they're inherited or you know we create them ourselves so many of them are inherited we don't even know we have them mm -hmm. um the the thing about them is that they they almost were identified with them. We think they are what we are. I just put a post up the other day. I, I, um, my thoughts can, uh, cannot control me. I'm not my thoughts. That's exactly the same thing. But beliefs go even deeper than that. Beliefs go much deeper than a thought because a thought comes from a belief. You might not even know what that belief is. Mm. So it's kind of like just through, you know, to, to, to tap into the beliefs that are causing you the biggest struggles, you have to stop in, uh, almost like engaging in the thoughts that come from those beliefs. Stop valuing them. So when a thought comes up that says, you know, I, I can never find, you know, these people, they're always doing the wrong thing. If you just leave it be, you don't, you just see it and that's enough and just drop it don't open your mouth and talk about it don't do anything with it you know and then you'll get another one because the belief underneath is that which is shooting through all these thoughts mm. that's what they're rising from and the more that you allow these thoughts to just have no value to you anymore that belief will be shown to you inevitably you will see this belief that you've been hanging on to you've inherited and slowly but surely your life can change and you can open. This is a process. It's about being kind to ourselves. It's about lovingly seeing that life is not just about, you know, like teams are actually giving us the opportunity to open. That's what our teams are for. Team building is for that. Our businesses are for that. Our, our Everything is for us to see the opportunity to become more loving, more creative, more passionate, more focused on the benefit to all rather than just you know self-obsessed and and stuck in our egoic thinking and you know it's not for everyone some people want to just do that they don't care they just think well no i don't really care i don't want to do that that stuff but you know what there's millions billions of women around the world cheryl right now that are going to they want this they really truly want the or they want to take full responsibility and accountability. And, you know, that's why for me I just think it's really beautiful that we get to connect with them and to communicate with them. I get them, they contact me and they're so grateful and, you know, they tell me they listen to all our podcasts and, you know, I, I love that. I love that I'm getting to just reach them so then they too can reach somebody else. And that's that's the, the flow-on effect and... You know, and the love that you were talking about before, and I love that as well. But it all starts with the self. And this is what I try and, and, and encourage people to do and try and educate them. You know, you've got to love yourself first and, you know, look at different areas of your life as well. You know, are you being kind to yourself? Are you nurturing yourself? Are you looking after yourself? It all stems from the top in business. So we've got to get ourselves right first. Are you making 
the right decisions in what you do? Do you eat the right foods? Do you listen to, you know, motivational speakers? Let's get you right first. And a lot of corporations are now doing this. They're working on the, the head. So then it flows down. So let's, let's help um, whoever needs our help to get them right and to educate them and then they'll just see their business transform. Oh, I, I agree. And I think that, you know, even if the, I think what I'd like to say just finally is even small, tiny shifts yes. should be highly, highly um, valued. Because sometimes, you know, yes. we want it all and we want it in on our time frame and we want it to be the way we want it. And I think we miss some of the the amazing things that happen to us in our lives and the little gifts, the little golden nuggets. You know, we create a tiny bit of change and then all of a sudden we've got, you know, it's something tiny that's just happened. Um, but it's you know it, it's those tiny little things we should keep our eyes on and be really grateful for and thankful for because change does sometimes take time and um it really does it takes time and and we need to know that but what's beautiful to know is that uh, there is your company's there for people to to lean on you know if they're in that space where they think gosh i've got a lot of self work to do work on myself i want to change myself you know, I mean, they're certainly going to find information about that on um, the L. Wilson page and the power shift and here in the Art of Entrepreneurship. I mean, we're constantly, you know, Brow Seekers International on the Facebook page. All of these platforms that we're going to be using to just pour this content into, you know, for them and beauty and business so that they can start to reflect and look at, you know, what are the ways? You need to know the way. It's not about just saying, right, change, do this, do that. I mean... There, there is definitely a way. Yeah, and it's great that yeah. the girls can reach out to you, Cheryl, and to your beautiful team. I've worked Thank with you. your daughter. She's worked with us. I love her. She's amazing. I know. She so, is amazing. Both of them are. I'm very I don't know your other daughter, but I, I know Kiara. Oh. So I don't know Courtney. Yeah. I haven't met her yet, but I'm sure she's just as beautiful. Oh, she's, she's amazing. And she's got a background in hair and beauty as well, which is oh, just amazing. So, so she can relate to the candidates Kara's got recruitment background my brother is just so entrepreneurial and does all the marketing then we've got the other admin team and other staff that help us but I think as, and I keep on saying this because it's so important is to really value people in your life um, across your life you know not just at work you know, really care about your clients as well. Uh, really listen to them because they're very valuable as well. And I think once we start to value people and to listen to them and the more we actually do care about them, they'll just automatically come to us. And I think that's why we are successful and we'll conduct a campaign for them to find them staff and say, see you later. They can bring me anytime. I was in Bali and a new client rang and I just take their calls. I probably shouldn't because I need a break. <laughs> a pretty good little bit. But, um, you know, I just really love helping them. And, you know, this poor woman was in tears and another one rang Chiara in tears and, oh, my God, where do I start? I have no idea. Well, let's just find out who you're looking for and then we'll, we'll just do it. We'll work it out. We'll just do it. Who are you looking for? And let us help you. You know, 
if you're not great with finances, go and learn about it. Get an accountant. Learn about business. Learn about people. Outsource. Do what you're really good at and then get help. You know, yeah, listen to... It's that reach, know, isn't it? Just reaching out. Yeah, reaching yeah. out, being vulnerable. So beautiful <laughs> chatting with you. Like I said, we could do this all day. Wait, I know, I know. Keep going. No, we better not. <laughs> I know. I've just been talking all day. <laughs> it's been just lovely, Cheryl. Thank you so much for just sharing your, you know, like I, I think what you're sharing is what you're hearing from the industry. You know, you're, you're, that's what you're sharing with us. And, and, of course, that's mixed with all of your beautiful values and how you see life. And I really love that. I think that that's so special. And I do oh, next time want to talk about the relationship, you know, what should it look like in your sure. eyes? And I'm happy to add my thoughts on that. But, you know, how do, how do even, you know, how do we even also, I'd like topics like, you know, for example, and some of, the, some of our um, audience can even shoot through some questions, but just oh, yes, like, hey. you know, how do we deal with a toxic, you know, like a, a toxic um, team member you know that's uh doing things they shouldn't be doing how do we deal with all these different issues that we have and and there are true ways to do that and but one of the things again is probably how you go about also finding uh you know your process would be fantastic because then it gets clearer to everyone how you do exactly. it so let's do that next time and um <laughs> And let's uh, let's not leave that for too long. But I'm off to Vegas on Friday. I've got events over there. Oh, I don't really love flying, so I don't consider myself lucky. But anyway, I can't wait to get there. I can't wait to meet all my beautiful girls. I'm really looking forward to that. So we've got five intense days, and it's going to be amazing. But when we're back, of course, we'll get going again. And uh, and of course, the girls can find you on the art of entrepreneurship. You're going to go and put some tips up yes. there in the meantime. Yes, and if anyone wants any questions answered, love to to find out. You know what. What are their, what's hurting them in their business at the moment? Um, you know, where's their pain? And we spoke about that before because if we can get real about what the pain is, we can actually probably get real on how to solve the problems. I love it. So the, more real, the more real your ladies can be, the more we can help them. Of course. Um, and I, I do that with my friends as well. I go, okay, if you want a real conversation, we're going to have it. If it's not real, please talk to someone else because... That's the only way we can solve their issues. Correct. So if anyone's Correct. got any questions, I'm here to help as much as I possibly can because I know how tough business is and it's not always easy. It's it's not going to be a straight line. If you think it's going to be a straight line, it's not. It's a bumpy road. Um, but that's exciting as well. It, it creates interest and we can learn from that as well. It's beautiful. Thank you, Cheryl. Thank you so much Thank for your you. time. Absolutely. Kisses to you, and uh, we'll be back, and we'll be talking again soon. All right, sounds great. Bye now. Bye for now. Have fun in Vegas. Thank you. Thanks. Okay. Bye.